for Tuesday, November 16th. It's the early word from the WNYC Newsroom. Good morning, I'm Mark Garber in for Isaac Davy Aronson with a look at this morning's top news, the day ahead, and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, what's in store in the Charlie Wrangell affair today and the future of the Tappan Zee Bridge. But we will start with this morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page. In headlines this morning on the first day of his ethics trial, Congressman Charles Rangel walked out yesterday. He says he can't afford his lawyers after the ethics subcommittee denied his request for a delay. I am entitled to a lawyer during this proceeding. The panel said he's had two years to set up a legal defense fund. The panel went on to deliberate in closed session on whether Rangel violated House rules. They'll continue that session today. They determined that the facts of the case are not in dispute. If the panel finds Rangel guilty of any of the 13 ethics charges, the full ethics committee will determine a punishment. After determining that the facts of the case are not in dispute, a House panel will weigh Rangel's guilt or innocence on 13 ethics charges. The trial will move forward despite Rangel's decision not to participate, and he rebuked the bipartisan panel for denying his request for a delay. Fifty years of public service is on the line. I truly believe that I'm not being treated fairly. In other news, Mayor Bloomberg is in Washington, D.C. today, lobbying Republican senators to pass 9-11 health care legislation known as the Zadroga Bill. WNYC's Fred Mogul reports the mayor will be meeting with Senator Scott Brown of Massachusetts and Susan Collins of Maine. After several false starts, the bill in September passed the House with heavy Democratic backing, but it has less support in the Senate, and Republicans will gain seats in both chambers in January. The local congressional delegation and Mayor Bloomberg have been trying to convince a handful of Republicans to break with their party and support the bill. The bill would provide around $7 billion in screening, treatment, and research to help tens of thousands of emergency responders, cleanup workers, residents, and others who were exposed to World Trade Center dust in the weeks and months after the attacks. For WNYC, I'm Fred Mogul. And today is also the deadline for rescue and recovery workers to join a proposed $712 million settlement with the city. Those plaintiffs would also benefit from the Zadroga bill if it becomes law. The panel for education policy is meeting, or it did meet last night, I should say, but discussion about Kathy Black becoming the city's new school's chancellor was not on the agenda. The Department of Education says the panel does not need to chime in on whether Black gets a waiver from state law requiring school superintendents to have educational experience, but the City Council's Education Committee Chair Robert Jackson disagrees. The request must come from the Board of Education, and this is in New York City is the panel for educational policy, not the mayor directly. Jackson's urging Black's opponents to speak up. During a public comment period, he says she's not qualified to lead the city school system because she's not an educator. Meanwhile, Brooklyn Borough President Marty Markowitz suggests New Yorkers give Black a chance. He released a statement saying he spoke with her on the phone and was impressed with her enthusiasm for the job. Governor-elect Andrew Cuomo has taken a closer look at the aging Tappan Zee Bridge. He took a tour with state transportation officials and said he agrees something needs to happen with the span, but wouldn't say what. About 150,000 cars cross the Tappan Zee each day compared to 18,000 when the bridge opened in 1955 which means the the replacement, the repair, uh, is a chronic problem in the state of New York. Many of these bridges were designed with approximately a 50-year life, and we're up at that 50 years. 
Last year, a state report determined that rehabbing the Tappan Zee is not reasonable or prudent. The report estimates that replacing the bridge and adding commuter rail tracks would cost about $6.5 billion. Cuomo says the state should not raise taxes to cover that cost, but he did not offer any other ways to cover the cost. For more on this and other transportation stories, go to transportationnation.org. This week, Congress starts their last session before Republicans take control of the House. Returning Congressman Leonard Lance, a Republican from New Jersey, says despite the upcoming change of control, he thinks both parties will find common ground on health care reform. WNYC's Bob Henley has this report. Congressman Leonard Lance won a resounding victory pledging to repeal President Obama's health care reforms. But he says with the Democratic Senate and a Democratic president, that's not going to happen. As a practical matter, the, the president continues to be president, and I would hope that the president to, would negotiate in good faith. For Lance, any deal has to include medical malpractice reform. We need to enact medical malpractice insurance reform in the first year when Republicans are in the majority. In the last election, Republicans picked up one seat in the Jersey delegation, but Democrats still outnumber them 7-6. to six. For WNYC, I'm Bob Henley. The discount retailer Lomans has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The New York company expects to remain in business during the reorganization process and emerge from bankruptcy early next year with less debt on its books. Lomans says its operations have been hurt by declining sales in areas where its stores are concentrated, including the Northeast, the Midwest, California, and Florida. Lomans is owned by a unit of Dubai World, which manages investments for the government of Dubai. In the day ahead, as mentioned earlier, Mayor Bloomberg is in D.C. paying a visit to Capitol Hill to drum up Senate support for the Zadroga 9-11 health bill. He'll also participate in a Wall Street Journal CEO council lunch. Also in Washington, Congresswoman Nidia Velasquez, chair of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute, will keynote the Latino Leaders Luncheon Series hosted by the Latino Leaders Network. In Hoboken today, news organizations and more than 400 school children will preview seven new floats constructed for this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The American Museum of Natural History previews exhibition Brain, the Inside Story. Army Staff Sergeant Salvatore Giunta receives the Medal of Honor, the first living recipient from the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Republican senators are scheduled to commit to not seeking pork barrel funding today as well, formerly known as earmarks on Capitol Hill. Key economic reports include the Home Builders' November figures due out today for housing and government data on producer prices and industrial production in October. Transportation Security Administration Administrator John Pistoli testifies at a Senate hearing today on closing the gaps in air cargo security. In Dallas, work begins on the George W. Bush Presidential Library. Former Vice President Dick Cheney is expected to attend the groundbreaking, and if he does, it'll be the first joint public appearance with President Bush since leaving the White House. And Beatles tunes on iTunes? Apple will make some sort of big announcement today. Stay tuned for that. A panel of the Joint Ethics Committee will continue to deliberate today on accusations that Congressman Charles Rangel broke the rules for the House of Representatives. The panel spent most of yesterday behind closed doors or in recess after Chief Counsel Blake Chisholm laid out the 13 charges and said they would go forward. There are no genuine issues as to any material facts in this case. As a, as a result, the case is ripe for decision. The charges against Wrangell include the misuse of congressional stationery to raise money for a city college institute that bears his name, and also his failure to declare rental income to the IRS from a resort unit he owned in the Dominican Republic. The committee's counsel said Wrangell did not break 
New York rent stabilization laws by maintaining three apartments, but said the lease prohibited the congressman from using one of them as a campaign office, and they said he did. Ranglett first pleaded with his colleagues to give him more time to find a lawyer to represent him, then accused the bipartisan committee of playing politics. What you are basically telling me, that the political calendar will not allow you enough counsel, enough time to allow me to get a lawyer. And then Rangel walked out saying he can't afford his lawyers. The chairwoman of the panel, Representative Zoe Lofgren, a Democrat of California, pointed out that Rangel had managed to retain a lawyer while the ethics investigation was underway. Representative Rangel was represented by counsel for a substantial period of time, really more than two years. One bright spot for the congressman came when the committee's counsel said he saw no evidence of corruption and that the ethical lapses probably stemmed more from Rangel's sloppiness than with his personal finances. There is just time now for the gig alert. That's what's happening on the local music scene tonight. In the late 90s, after hip-hop was born, a group of brainy underground rappers and MCs started edging onto the music scene with non-commercial beats and rhymes. DJ Shadow was one of them. His instrumental hip-hop filled records with abstract soundscapes made from samples of old recordings. In recent years, DJ Shadow hasn't made much music, but now he's at it again. And you can catch DJ Shadow tonight at Brooklyn Bowl. To download this track for free, you can visit our culture page. Just click on Culture at WNYC.org. And you can learn more about all the stories you've heard here. Download download more podcasts and go in-depth with our reporters on the news blog, all at our website, WNYC.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day, as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Mark Garber, in for Isaac Davy Aronson. Have a great day. Yeah.